And we're back. Welcome back to the Auto Authorities Podcast. My name is Jay Grossman coming to you live and Mr. Gerald Bentley. We are going to try to find some affordable cars for people or at least let you know where you might be able to find one somewhere. Absolutely. And this is the hottest topic ever right now is how can you find an affordable car? And Gerald and I are going to come back and talk to you right now. Are you ready to do this, Gerald? Sure. Let's go. Let's go. Have you ever felt like you were taken for a ride while buying, selling, or repairing your car? Well, not anymore. I'm Jay, and this is the podcast to tell you what to watch out for, whether you are buying, selling, or repairing your car. With over 26 years of automotive experience, we are the Auto Authorities. This podcast is sponsored by iAutoAgent.com. We're real estate agents for cars. Now we go. are back. Welcome back to the Auto Authorities Podcast with Jay and Gerald. And before we get going, because we're going to be talking about how to find an affordable car, I would like to thank our sponsors, iAutoAgent.com, real estate agents for cars. iAutoAgent will not only sell your car, market list, show your car, keeping you focused on your family or your business. If you have business with fleets, we will find that perfect vehicle for you, ensure the reliability, and making sure you get the best deal. How cool is that? And then Mr. Gerald Bentley, tell us about Wrestling With Sales. Yeah, you can find Wrestling With Sales on YouTube, on LinkedIn. What we're really doing is looking at just different approaches to sales and talking with people in different industries and just being on theme since I got my CM Punk shirt on and he just sold out the United Center for AEW's new show starting on June 17th. We're going to be talking with Mojo Raleigh. He's the co-host of TMZ Sports, and he's the head of Paragon Talent Group. They're a sports agency for pro wrestlers, helping them kind of sell themselves and get involved with marketing and help promote products. So it's an interesting talk that's going to be up on YouTube next week. And you can search it out at Wrestling With Sales, a lot of car-related stuff, a lot of sales stuff, some entertainers, so just a little bit of a different look at how you can be successful and how you can help sell something. Absolutely. Well, before we get going, uh, if you are just joining us, you can watch us live on the Facebook group page, the Auto Authorities Podcast. You simply hit the Join Group button. It's at 12 p.m. Tuesday, Central Time. If you still want to watch our pretty faces, but you can't watch us live, you can go to our YouTube page, The Auto Authorities, and you can watch us and our amazing, (laughs) amazing presentation of all the stuff that you really want to hear that you can't find on the internet. And if you just want to listen to us on the way to work one day, you just go to iTunes and you can watch us on what iTunes and 19 other different channels, or I'm sorry, listen to us on 19 different channels. And really, we really enjoy coming to you and, and like giving you this information. And as we go through, please comment, let us know what your thoughts are. What is a challenge that you're facing finding an affordable car? Because Gerald, that's a big topic, isn't it? Oh, it absolutely is. You know, we kind of hit on it last week with the percentage of used cars selling for under $20,000. It's at 30% and dropping at the beginning of this year. And 
what you get is when people come in and they're looking to buy a used car, how often are they looking to buy a used car, buying a car for a student, somebody who just graduated, or college graduations just happened. How often is it the graduate themselves trying to find a used car or even just an affordable new car and be in a payment of $350, $400? And everybody asks for so many scams out there too. And where's the first place that people think of? Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Right. they're, uh, They're checking out Facebook. They're looking online, Craigslist, and they're just not there. The car's just aren't there right now. And that's creating a real logjam for the dealers. And it's it's really putting the dealers and the customers in a bad position because it ends up being confrontational. It does. Because customers think the dealers are ripping them off. The dealers think the customers are being crazy. And the reality is the numbers are just saying, hey, they're they're not there. Over 70% of used cars are up and over 20,000, which is a bad fit because the majority of people want their payment to be about $300, $350. And, you know, it's really just been a a bad confluence of events. It started with, uh, here, understatement, right? It started with COVID, the pandemic, cutting new car manufacturing. That led to an 8 million car haul. There's 8 million less cars made over the course of the COVID pandemic to now than would have been named made at normal times still feeling that it's going to take years to shake that out and because of the inflation jumping up what did the fed do to combat inflation they raised the interest rates yeah i mean you went and bought a car in 2018 you were getting super low rates the banks were borrowing at zero percent it's just a different game it is. And what people are doing is just like you said, when the new cars aren't available, people are flocking to used cars. And now we technically have a shortage of used cars still. Now, I'm not talking about the 60, 70, $80,000 cars. I'm talking about the cars yeah. that people can't afford. And I get calls all the time wanting for affordable car. And when you go to Facebook Marketplace, and I really want to talk about this a little bit because this is really a thorn in my side, is I see people that are coming from other parts of the world. Um, Now, I'm locally here in St. Louis, and they are putting these cars on Facebook Marketplace. They're not disclosing the things that are wrong with these cars. They're very inexpensive, and people are getting really screwed and you got to be careful yeah i mean obviously here (laughs) real super easy right don't buy a car without physically seeing it if somebody tells you hey i need the money up front i need the money on a paypal account i need you to get me a green dot card i need you to venmo me the money no i need a cash app with the money no 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 You have to go and physically see the car, drive the car, and if you're buying it, I I think this is really important. I've seen lots of people get blown up after they went ahead and paid cash for a car in a state where there is no real recourse. And even if there is recourse in the state, I mean, if somebody's trying to rip you off, good luck getting your money back. 
they paid their money, they got the car, and I actually had somebody, they bought a car, paid cash, took delivery, engine blew up, there wasn't a radiator in the car. As soon as they made it away from the shopping center they bought it at, the engine blew. <laughs> there was no radiator, they just filled it up with as much coolant as they could. The thing was driving on its death legs until they ended up blowing it up and you saw the plume of white smoke that tells you the head gasket went. Yeah. And some of these guys are buying these cars from the auction that are barely running. Some aren't, sure. even, aren't even running. They're in-op cars, meaning that they just weren't running. They get them to, they get them to run. Folks, if you're buying an affordable car, and when I say affordable car, I'm talking about, you know, a car you know, a hundred thousand miles, maybe more than a hundred thousand miles, maybe 150,000 miles, you're not going to get a warranty with that car. I will tell you that right now. So if, if you don't take the measures ahead of time, you are going to wind up with a lemon. And just what Gerald said, do not buy a car and not drive it. And even when you drive it, take it to a trusted mechanic have them look at that car and i'm going to i'm going to share a story with you and this is this is I, this is story time because and this is a story that just happened to i auto agent listen to this and gerald i haven't mm -hmm. even told you about this yet okay the guy comes to us and says they want to sell a 2003 hummer h2 it has 128,000 miles really low miles and he's like yeah it's got this abs light on and I just don't want to pay to get the light off, but everything else is just fine. And, and so my agent comes to me and he says, Hey, what do you want to do with this? Do you want to buy this thing sight unseen? Cause he's like, I don't want to mess with inspections and stuff. Cause we said we want to inspect it. Sure. So we bought it at a really, really low dollar amount. Got the thing to the mechanic. This was three weeks ago. Just so you know, uh -huh. it's still at the mechanic and it had four times the amount of work that we thought it needed to have done. So I, I let, I let my agent convince, convince me we were buying it at a very low dollar amount. This can translate to you, Mr. Or Mrs. Sure. Smith, that's looking for a car for your son or daughter. This can happen to you if you, if you're not careful. Oh, absolutely. Here, the head gasket, right? I mean, that's the kiss of death for a lot of cars. And here, if you're not familiar with it, what that is doing is it's separating your coolant from the combustion chamber. So when the coolant mixes with the combustion chamber, here, little, little hint if you're going to get a car, if it smells like candy, it smells kind of like, um, I don't know, like a Sour Patch Kid candy, that is antifreeze burning. That's bad, 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 bad. Another indicator, you get in the car, it's stopped for a while, it's been parked there for a while, and the temperature gauge is still about a third up. That's bad. That's from your head gasket going because the engine can't cool down. You're, you're burning coolant. And the other telltale sign is, you know, the big plumes of white smoke coming out of the car. But there is a way to fix that, albeit for a very short period of time. For about $15, you can go to... O'Reilly or to Advanced Auto and get a little can of Stop Leak. Pour that in, 
to the radiator and it'll stop the leak until it gets hot enough that it doesn't, which usually only takes, you know, five, 10 miles of driving. But if your drive is just from the McDonald's where you're meeting the person back to your house, that may well be enough that you don't notice it's a problem. And then gone. I mean, that happens all the time. And you, and I, and that is the truth. And one of the ways, cause we want to give you real tips on how to prevent yourself. Like when you are finding that affordable car, when you're on Facebook marketplace, take a look at the profile and see how many other vehicles they are selling. If it's, that's the only vehicle they're selling, chances are they're probably a individual or private owner. If they are selling multiple vehicles and they are listed as a private owner, do not trust them. Run as fast as you can. Because if they're telling you they're a private owner through Facebook and they have multiple other vehicles, you want to run as fast as you can. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And uh, related in kind of getting into the auction. I mean, here, all. Old school, right? Car dealers, you get the car. Yeah, let's get it good enough that it can run through the lane. Because you can tow it to the auto auction, and then all it has to do is really run about three miles through a cooled area in the morning. Okay, well, the little used car shacks up and down every street uh, close to a major city. Well, they're buying those cars. They're buying the cars that the franchise dealers got traded in generally. They ran it through their shop. And their ASE certified mechanic said, uh, no, don't fix this thing. It needs $5,000 of work. Okay. Yep. You kick the car, you sell it at auction, you get, here's a little industry phrase, you get rough book for it. So NADA rough book. And then the used car shack buys it, does literally nothing except pulling the auction stickers off. They sell it and say, it's a good car. It's a dealership trade that is so he folks Gerald is telling you absolutely such valuable tips because once you find that affordable car and you feel like okay let's say it is at a dealership and I call it honest Abe there's a lot of really good honest Abe places out there there really are they're family owned they were started from the very beginning the best way to go about it is check the reviews look at the patterns on those reviews and see if somebody is saying the exact same thing. Like, I bought a car and I had to put a head gasket in it, and it was fine when I drove it. And if it's constantly seeing those those patterns, you better be darn well careful uh, about working with, with that dealer. But if they consistently say, oh, I had a great experience with this dealer and great... There are, I know some dealers, you know, and Gerald, I know you do too. Sure. We have some dealers here in St. Louis. They're really small, but they have integrity. They are doing things the right way. And we have all these tools available to us, folks, but we choose not to look at them. We just look at the price. It's like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the perfect car for my son. And it's like, oh my gosh. Well, you know, people are frustrated and they're, they're panicked and they go to find something and tell them, oh, this will work. Great. It's a Toyota. It runs forever until it doesn't. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, the good way to tell, too, when you're at the little used car dealers, and and there are a lot of good ones. um, Silver Eagle Auto Mall here in Kansas City is just a couple miles away from me. They do a great job. They've been there for years. And there's a bunch of them. Right. The way to tell if it's a legitimately good little used car dealer, 
ask them, hey, can I take this and get it inspected by my mechanic? If they're lying to you, they will get real defensive and say, oh, well, uh, uh, the car won't be here. You know, well, we can't do that. We can't release it. Well, you have to. It's part of the Monroney Act. They have to. If the dealership Wait, has no on. concerns, gonna, they're good to go. I'm, I'm interrupting you right there. I'm learning something right now. Please explain what the Monroney Act is. That's what your buyer's guide did. It's named after the senator okay. wrote the bill. But that's your buyer's guide. That's saying you're buying it as is. That's saying you're buying it with the dealer's warranty. It's telling you if there's manufacturer warranty left. If you're at a franchise dealership, obviously, they could tell you if it's a certified pre-owned car or not. So at most of the little used car places is going to say buying it as is, no warranty. Some right. states may require you know, a 30-day, 1,000-mile, 50-50 warranty, which really no. is no warranty because it's 50-50 parts only. But, you know, that also says on the back that you're allowed to go take it and get an independent inspection. So if somebody's resisting that and they're getting really defensive when you talk about doing an independent inspection, run. You know, because any mechanic could take a look at a car and see, uh, hey, wait a minute, there's a crack down the radiator and they filled it up with stop leak. This thing's going to break down in about 10 miles. Or they could tell you the oil's leaking like a sieve and I can tell they just dried it off. Yep. And uh, another thing to really watch out for, and I know you know this, Gerald, but we have had tons of flooding in this country and there are ways to tell if the vehicle has been in a flood. And a lot of times it's not going to pop up on Carfax if they if they wash a title, meaning they take when a title, I, I don't know how to explain it, but basically when something is listed as like salvage, it's a, it has like this salvage. Yeah, but, branded but, title. Yeah, branded title. You can actually wa wash it depending on what state it is. So there's ways of being able to tell if it's a flooded car, like this, if it has like a musty smell or you look at like the metal and the steel, um, like on the seats, there's a lot of steel mm -hmm. on the seats. If it's rusted or has surface rust on it, looking at the, the roof, like that's a big deal. And, and that yeah. big flood that they just had in Florida, guess where those cars go? They don't just go to the junkyard. They go to people's driveways. Oh, yeah. Somebody buys them and they salvage title them. And yeah, like you said, if you get a salvage title in one state, depending on state laws, because each state has their own car titles, buy it in one state, get a dealer title in another state, and then run it through. Carfax should show most of it, but not always. And then not everybody has access to Carfax. And mm -hmm. the little the little dealership on the side of the road, they may well not pay for Carfax because it's not cheap for a dealer. Mm -mm. Hey, one other way to tell if the car's been flooded, uh, easy way that a lot of times doesn't get fixed, open up the trunk. And if there's a carpeted trunk liner, pull that liner aside. And if you see what looks like a salt line, that's where the water flooded to. And they just didn't scrub it off. doesn't happen often, but you don't want to be the person who buys that car. Now there's, there's so many different ways. And like, I don't know if you have this Gerald, but like, People come to iAuto Agent all the time. They're like, I want a $5,000 car for my son. 
I would love a reliable car that's not going to break down. You know, something that they can use for like three to five years. Yeah. Not going to cost very much. You know, good on gas. Oh, you want the car that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, again, I mean, to be fair, if somebody was looking for a car in 2017, you could probably go to it didn't have to be an independent used car oh, dealer. Yeah. You could go to a franchise dealer, Toyota, Chevy, Honda, whoever, and get a Cruise, a Focus, a Corolla mm-hmm. for twelve, thirteen thousand dollars finance it at 60 months and have a $300 payment or a $250 payment. But now those cars have been, it's a again, a combination, right? The manufacturers stopped making many of them. Interest rates have jumped. You're lucky to find a used car with under 100,000 miles for under $20,000 and $20,000 at the average used car rate. This was last month. Average used car rate for the month of May was 13.99. That's according to KBB. So now your $20,000 car that you were maybe knifing in under 300, you're up around five. So it's a huge difference in affordability. I hope that, you know, everybody, you know, that's listening today, you you really learned a lot because these are some really valuable tips to be careful, to make smart, educated decisions. That's why Gerald and I do this. Gerald, before we sign off, um, anything else that you want to add? Yeah, just uh, just to wind it down for the week. If uh, if your guys kind of like our friend, the sales badger here and just the. The key takeaway, if you say, I'm going to take it, I want to take it and have my mechanic inspect it, at most franchise dealerships, they'll let you know, hey, we have a whole department of ASE certified mechanics. We're glad to have it rechecked for you. Or they'll say, yeah, that's fine. Do you have an appointment scheduled? Because it's going to be hard to get the mechanic to look at it. However, if you have our friend here that says, "Uh, no, no, can't do that. Nope, it's against our rules. Don't buy the car from them. They're lying. You got to run. So we'll put him back in his. Uh, I'm going to run from that badger. Pack. I don't like that badger. <laughs> Nobody likes that badger. All right, for Gerald, uh, great to see you. And uh, we have some really exciting stuff for our next episode, too. Please comment below. Go to the Auto Authorities on the YouTube page and subscribe. You may be entered to win a million dollars. No, I'm just kidding. But you never know. That was his idea. Yes. Yeah. Probably not happening. (laughs) All right, everybody. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. Peace. Thanks.